don't badmouth you know toothless people from from West Virginia. I just did, but that's fine. We won't do that. I mean, there's nothing. There's no bad mouthing them. They're bad mouthing themselves because they're toothless. Get it? Ding. That's right. I mean, you got two two toothless people on this podcast. Glenn's missing a, te- a tooth. I can take some of my teeth out. So I mean, I've had my tooth knocked out. This one in the front's kind of broken because it never got calfed because it got well knocked out in sports. So. Well, at least it wasn't a bar fight. No, no there, there was no rope in the bar fights. No rope in a bar fight. So none of us can really say anything about toothless people. No. <laughs> well, actually, it means that we can because we're we're toothless people among toothless. I think so. I think we get a free pass. Yeah, I know. I once said that about a, a colleague of mine at work who was a, a miserable old man. Um, I said, at my age, would it be, if I beat him up, would it be taking advantage of an old man or is it just two old men having a fight to my manager? And he said, basically two old men having a fight. <laughs> it's just a geezer fight at that point. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fun viewing for everyone. Which, I mean, you could sell that to pay-per-view if you wanted to. Geezer, <laughs> geezer fight, Saturday night, 7.15. Geezer, right? <laughs> Actually, I earlier. I have to be at 4.15 because the geezer fall asleep. asleep by 6. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start early. Yeah, You'd have to start it early. Just two people fighting over the betting of the price that was right showcase showdown. <laughs> 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 That sounds like a Netflix special if I ever heard one. Yeah, it does. Hold on. No. Oh, where are we going? It's getting a bit warm. I'm oh. not. It's still it's still a bit nippy out here in Ohio at noon. Yes. Yeah, I forgot to. Uh, it's, it's I got a little warm, so I took the sweatshirt off. Also, yeah, I got the beautiful. Throw, throw it to the mullet with yeah. his touchdown mm-hmm. yesterday. He did score a touchdown yesterday. Which, if you love mullets as much as I do, go ahead and check out Travis Vocal Lucky Place from the Brass Cornhuskers website, and you can get you a throw it to the mullet shirt, or they have Mullet Nation shirts. I got to get me one of those too because I'm a member of the Mullet Nation. So that sounds that sounds good. Mullet <laughs> Nation. That that, that, could, that could be a, a Mary Superstar T-shirt. That one. It could. It was funny because like college football has nil deals now, and so guys can sell their own merch. And I always try to find a player's shirt that I can buy to wear during the season instead of giving the money to the college i'll give the money to the player you know what i mean um and then i saw these and i was like well fuck fuck, that's right up my alley (laughs) you can't get much more uh you know us than that yeah exactly exactly i still suggest that he shaves a racing stripe in the side of his mullet for every touchdown he scores but he'd have one in that mullet this morning that's for damn sure (laughs) i take he doesn't score many then uh, this was he's been hurt. So the first game of the year, he got hurt. He was out for like uh, four games, three or four games. So he really hasn't had a whole lot of opportunities to score touchdowns. But mm. and with Nebraska Cornhuskers, we don't have a lot of opportunities to score touchdowns as a team in general. So <laughs> hey, you're in first place right now, kind of. But we only scored two touchdowns. <laughs> anyway. no, just thinking, if you did that, if he was prolific. It's at scoring touchdowns, and you did that every time. He'd end up with a mohawk rather than a mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> the Mr. T haircut. Yeah, exactly. 
the mystery team a little bit. But that's not what we're here for. We're not here to discuss yep. football, even though I am in a good mood because the Cornhuskers won last night. We are here to talk some extreme rules, and then we're going to talk about some mullets. I'm going to ask the mayor first. Mayor, are you ready or prepared to make these picks? Hooey, I, I have been struggling all night long, and I, no, I am 100% confident in my picks. I'm not going to talk myself out of them. I guarantee it. I am I'm ready. That's good. That's good. What about you, Glenn? Are you ready to make these? I think there's only six I'm, matches, correct? I'm certainly ready. Uh, it's all right. My phone was just going mad. It was just telling me that we're live. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, did we come up with a tiebreaker, or are we just going to pop this on the fly? So we kind of discussed the tiebreaker. Do you want to go with uh, how many tables get broken in the extreme rules match between Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey? Or okay. do we want to do all night tables? Because that would be hard to keep track of. No, just the, we'll just do one match. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, what I do don't think, think it would be. If she tries, put, if Ronda Rousey tries to put Liv Morgan for a table, she'd probably just bounce off of it. Yeah, I don't think she's heavy enough to break a table. Well, she, maybe if she jumps off the top rope. <laughs> I didn't think of that one. Maybe she jumps off. Okay, so I don't think there's going to be that many tables broken. Then. I don't think we could guess how many tables will be broken during the Hall pay-per-view. Yeah, I think so. I think that, That's fair. that might be a closest one wins. The closest one to the most tables. That'll be our tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, people, let's do this. We're going to, since Glenn's the guest on this show, we're going to let him pick first on the first match that I've selected. And the first match I'm going to go with is, it's a strap match. It's Drew McIntyre facing Karrion Cross. What do you think, Glenn? I love this. I, lo- I love the heart back to the, the good old days of a strap match. Um, of course Glenn Drew's going to win. You think Drew's going to win? Of course, Drew's going to win. Well, of course. You sound pretty confident in that, Glenn. I am. Okay. All right. All right. I like, don't lose that confidence, Glenn. Don't lose that confidence. Mayor Canton, are you feeling confident? I am feeling 100% confident that there is not going to be a tie between Glenn and I on choices in this match because I'm going the complete opposite <laughs> way. And there's zero way I see Karrion Cross losing this. The guy has. A badass look now. I, I'm partial to the man with hair because I, I think he looks phenomenal with that hair. I, I know not everyone's a fan of Karrion Cross, but that that's my dude. I, I like the package with Scarlet. I, I I like it all, and I feel... I think we all like Scarlet's package. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a nice package. You can't, can't go she wrong. She likes Cross's package, that's for certain. <laughs> but uh yeah i i have to go with carrion cross here i don't see any reason they make him lose they look like they're giving him all the vignettes and i kind of feel like this is where they start sending drew on the path of you know woe is me kind of losing and then maybe getting him in a different direction than the main event picture i know he's probably Mm -hmm. not going to be happy with that but i kind of feel that's where they're going and i think carrion cross could be the nah. He's not going to be the guy to unseat Roman. I won't go that far, but I he 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 will be champion here within the next twelve months. He will be a heavyweight champion. He, so I will just say that. Carrying Cross, 
And Karen Cross wins here. So I'm done picking. I'm not talking my way out of this because I'm so confident in this pick. That's the most confident he's going to be of all of his picks the entire mm-hmm. day. So, um, yeah, I got to agree with the mayor here. I don't see any reason why Cross would lose this match. I do think that he will probably get some outside help from, as we discussed, Scarlet and her package will probably help him out um, mm-hmm. to help package, him get the win package. here. But I do think Cross will win. <laughs> Packages. And I mean, this packages this is definitely a uh, a hoss fight i mean you got two big guys and it's a goddamn strat match i just hope that they end it like with somebody touching four corners i don't want this match to end in the in a, in a pinfall because that's not how a strat match and in my no. humble opinion um so yeah i'm going carry across too that's not a humble opinion that is that is basically the rules of a strat match you yeah. have to touch the four corners right There's no otherwise you're just having hours. a no dq match that's right with a strap on. Yeah. Well, that's not disgusting. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> a leather strap, damn it, is what I meant. God damn it. Yeah. That's a, that's a totally different direction. <laughs> the Yavapaya strap match of 1995, brother. Remember the Yavapaya strap match? I'm sure we all do, right? Who could No, I don't. It? I don't remember that one. You don't? No, was what that Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan would talk, Yavapaya, and he just loves saying Yavapaya. Oh, yeah. I don't know, it's some Native yeah. American tribe, I guess. Yavapaya yeah. sounds like something you pick off a tree and eat. It does. Yeah. Why, possibly. Where'd you get those? I got those from the Hapapaya tree. They're delicious. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, next match. Um, we will go with the good old-fashioned... Uh, Donnie Brook six man tag team matches the Brawl of Brute, Seamus Ridge, and Butch taking on Imperium, Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Vinci. Mayor, what do you think here? Is this a six man entire European match? Is everyone is. from Europe? It certainly is. It certainly That's is. That's pretty cool. I, I, I kind of feel it, I like that. That you know, they, they got six European guys that are just going to go out there and beat the hell out of each other. So I'm I'm excited for this. This is my kind of match. I can't wait to see it. But I don't know if I can ever pick against Gunther. <laughs> if he's in a match, I don't think I can pick against him. I, I I don't see any reason to ever have him look weak, I, unless someone else takes the pinfall and he gets upset with them. But don't make Gunther look weak. Let him keep going over strong. Let him look dominant, because guys, that could be the future of this company. So. I like Imperium here. I love their entrance. I love the entire package, the look of them. I love Gunther, you know, and I, I can't go against Imperium. I like everyone in the match, by the way, but I do. I Imperium is my pick. If you could describe, I haven't seen this match yet, but if you can describe it in one word, I'm sure it's going to be ouch because there's going to be some, some hard hits and some stuff thrown here. I kind of feel like if you're going to give the Brawling Brutes any sort of victory over Imperium, that this is the match to do it in. Um, yeah. Since it is a six-man and Gunther doesn't have to take the pen, they could pen you know, Giovanni Vinci or something. So I think the Brawling Brutes are going to get this one just because Imperium's gotten over on them so much that I think they're going to give this one to the Brawling Brutes. Glenn, what do you think? I agree with you. I think that... Oh, what's his name now? Um... Rich Holland. No, not Rich Holland. Uh, he used to be Marcel Bartel. Bartel. Oh, well, Lud- Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig Kaiser. I think he's going to lose. I think he's going to lose it for them. And he's going to take a beating 
room in the time. <laughs> okay. Okay. That makes sense. I can see it. Because, because it's, it, it started off, and then all of a sudden, we had Vinny Vinny Vici turn up. And that all sort of got put to one side. So I think they're going to start up with that again. The Gunter's going to be picking on him. And Brody Brutes win anyway. Yeah, you're right. I had forgotten about that because they were kind of doing a thing where Gunther was getting kind of sick of Kaiser and slapping him around a little bit. So, yeah, I guess you could play back mm. into that again, definitely. It just makes sense for the Brawling Brutes to win just because, you know, this is a good way to get them a victory over Imperium when it is just a six-man tag. Um, I did not see okay. the Gunther-Sheamus match yet, so tell me a thing. Don't say a word. <laughs> Don't say one word about it until I can see it. I haven't Please either. Thank I, you. Okay. I, I, I saw I saw what was was said online. So, just to throw this result. out there, with all of these guys being European fellows, do you see any turn leaving the brawling brutes and possibly joining Imperium here and making them even stronger to challenge the Bloodline in the future? No, no, no. You can't no. see it either. Okay, I I, no. I couldn't either. I just Imperium. wanted to throw it out there to see if anyone had, you know, maybe that similar thought. Imperium were a faction long before they were. Signed with WWE, and they did have a fourth guy. What? what uh, Wolf? Oh yeah, uh, the guy Alexander Wolf. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. They did. Yeah, they saw, they sort of they sort of just added him for him when when it became Imperium, but uh, those three were doing the independent circuit, uh, especially Barcel uh, and Walter as uh, Ring Camp. Mm-hmm. Well before they signed for WWE, so well they've been probably fucking wrestling together for goddamn ever, I would assume, right? Oh yeah, um, yeah, um, total gone with his name again, Marcel Bartel, whatever oh, his yeah. name is. <laughs> yeah, he he actually signed as a youngster to Walter's tr- training school. Oh okay, in in Germany. So yeah, they've been together for a long long time that's why we get glenn on these things because we get some history everybody make sure you listen to the piece <laughs> of business podcast just saying um the next one is going to be the fight pit match daniel cormier is going to be the special guest referee it's matt riddle versus seth freaking rollins it's a fight pit match i can't remember the last time i saw a fight pit match but i thought it was good the last time i saw it at least i think i did i'm not sure um I don't know. This could go a hundred different ways. I feel like um, this one's a big question mark this for is... me. This is one of the ones that's really up in the air. There's a lot of these that are easy to call, but this one's really up in the air for me. I'm going to go with Riddle just because Rollins has beaten Riddle so many times that, that Rollins to beat him in his specialty match would kind of kill Riddle dead, at least for me. Um, yeah. So I'm picking Matt Riddle, which should be, it should be very entertaining at, at least. Uh, Glenn, extreme guard bar. Riddle for the same reasons as you. It's, it's a cage match. It's, it's Riddle's speciality. No, as in MMA cage, not as in right. a WWE cage. Yes, yes, yes. They're calling it the fight pit because they, they, they're calling it the fight pit because uh, the uh, the other promotion may get a bit upset if they called it a, a, a an cage. Octagon. 
yeah, an octagon <laughs> or a cage. Yeah, so yeah, but uh, it's ba- it is basically Riddle's match to lose. Unless something happens with well, let, let's let the mayor pick first before I say that. Mayor, what do you think? Um, I'm going exactly the same direction as you guys. I see Riddle winning this. Same reason you said, uh, you know, this is supposed to be a specialty. This is more of a UFC looking match from the last two that I saw. I think they only had two. It was uh, Thatcher and Riddle, and yes. um, who else was it? It was Riddle and or was I can't it Thatcher remember. and somebody else. I, don't, I can't remember. I don't either. remember. Well, anyway, I I remember liking both of the fight pit matches, and I really like that more mixed, more realistic looking fight. What you'd see in a UFC cage, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. you know, maybe they should just throw an extra extra side on it and call it a decagon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they should. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, uh, but yeah, Riddle definitely wins this. I think. I don't see. I don't know if there's a way you can hurt Seth right now. I mean, he seems to just stay oh, relevant as many times whoa. as he loses. Like I, I don't. I mean, they sing that shit every time he comes out. So I, I don't. I can't remember the last time For Seth him. won a match. I mean, I think he he's going on like a Barry Horowitz streak right now. Well, he's beat Riddle a bunch of times. No, he's beat oh, Riddle. Oh, he's okay. beat Riddle. Okay. He beat Riddle at Cardiff. That's yeah. right. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, I, I think Riddle wins here. It's it's his match. You gotta have him win here. Well, unless something happens with Cormier, that's like the only thing I could think that would make him lose is if something happens with Cormier. Okay. Um, which I could see Daniel Cormier getting into wrestling at some point. I mean, he's been a wrestling fan his whole life, so I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't the first or last time we see him in a WWE capacity, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I, I can't. If if Rollins wins, I'll be fucking shocked. Let's just say that. Um. Here's a match that I could give a fuck about. Liv Morgan is defending the WWE SmackDown Women's <laughs> Championship against Ronda Rousey. It's an Extreme Rules match. Glenn, you get to pick first. I can't see any reason why they put it on back on Rousey. None whatsoever. Liv Morgan's not doing anything with it, but I can't see why they why they'd put it back on Rousey for now. Yeah, it's all I mean, building. It's all building to Charlotte coming back, and I would not be surprised if she puts in an appearance tonight. You know, I wouldn't be either. I would not be either. That's a great point, Mayor. That's- I know you. You picking Ronda Rousey? I hate to do it, but I think I am. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, Liv Morgan's title reign has been as stale as bread sitting out on Thanksgiving Eve. Like, it just it has not yeah. been interesting. Ha- has there been anything, like, people are not talking? I mean, maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm outside of the wrong loop. But I don't think anyone has really enjoyed this title run. And, you know, I... I, I, I feel like it all like glenn said it all leads up to charlotte coming back and winning a belt but to me i think it's more impressive if she comes back and takes it from rousey and i see rousey winning it here for that reason and that reason alone but i hate saying i hate picking ronda rousey she's boring to me but she might even be i don't know Liv morgan might be more boring to me than ronda rousey wow, so, boy. 
<laughs> the wild boars, the two of them together. Good yeah. lord. Um, and they should form a tag team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going Rousey, and I, I I need to stop talking before I don't pick Rousey because I think that's where it's going. So Ronda Rousey, final answer. It's down. It's, it, it's in black and white now. You can't change it. <laughs> it's, too, it's too late to change it now, pal. Glenn too late to apologize. In ink, not in pencil, pal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing I will give Liv Morgan's title reign is that match she had with Shayna Baszler and Clash at the Castle was a light years better than I thought it had any chance of being. Um, so that could be the case with this match too. Maybe this match surprises us and it's really fucking good. I doubt it, but maybe. Um, I'm gonna go with Liv Morgan wins because somebody interferes, whether that be Charlotte or maybe Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey now have some sort of feud after this. But I feel like Liv retains with someone helping her retain, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, now we go from a match that I don't give a fuck about to a match that I'm super excited about. Probably the most excited I am for the entire show. This match probably Bianca Belair will face Bailey in a ladder match. It, it put with Asuka and Alexa Bliss and it put damage control with Bailey. So I guess they're definitely be at ringside. So there's that. Um, I would like to see them. Happening. Yeah, I would rather that not happen. I would like to see maybe something happens and the referees like throw them out. I know it's a no DQ <laughs> match, but we've seen them do that before where they throw out the people because I'd like to just see them go one on one in a ladder match. I don't want to, and I also don't want to see 50 fucking ladders around the ring. I need one ladder. I don't want 50 ladders. <laughs> I don't I think don't that's ever going to happen. I don't think that's ever going to happen again, though. But I, I do agree. So? The one yeah. ladder match is, is the elite way to do it. You know, unless that, you, you have a backup under the ring in case something goes awry with that one ladder. But um, yeah, one ladder is the way you need to go. The good thing about it is that this is not a pay-per-view that's based around ladders. True, yes. It's not a TLC pay-per-view, so they won't be everywhere. Like, I don't have a yeah, problem yeah. With, with a bunch of ladders out there during, like, a Money in the Bank match or a match that has multiple yeah. people in it. But when it's one-on-one -on -one or a tag team versus tag team, hmm. they don't need to have 12 ladders. It just doesn't make any damn no. sense. Anyway, because part of the ladder match is you're supposed to incapacitate your opponent so you can go get the ladder, bring it into the ring, and then can incapacitate them again so you can set it up and get it. That's the whole point of a goddamn ladder match. So if you have 20 of them sitting around the ring, then you've defeated the whole purpose. It's not a ladders match, plural. I know I'm an old man screaming out of cloud right now, but uh, <laughs> who do you think is going to win this one, Mayor? Um, well, I hope that it starts off similar to the uh, clash at the the wrestle at the castle match between Sheamus and um, Gunther, where the two teams just fight off. You know, yeah. it's a great way to get everyone. It, it's a great way to get everyone on the pay per view. Let them have a little Donnie Brook and fight off. And then we don't see that, him again. And then let the two main that was, stars. That was that perfect. was superb. That was yeah. superb with the two of them just standing there in the middle of the ring, staring at each other, and all this sort of melee going on around them. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's amazing. how. That's how. I, that's how I hope they start this off. You know, everyone gets their time to shine at the beginning. Then they go off, and then you can have a two mm. a match between the two between Bailey and Bianca because. I can't remember the last time they had a one-on-one -on -one match ever, if they ever have. Maybe I'm just... They did. After Bianca won the title at WrestleMania, what was it, 30? 
six, no, 37. They had a feud. I remember they had a hell in a cell match. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. Yeah. They were supposed to have an I quit match too, but then that's when Bailey ended up blowing out her knee. Gotcha. So I, I really think this is going to be a good match. I think this one is the hardest one for me to pick. Um, because I could see reasons to go both ways on this. And, uh, I think Bailey wins it here. I, I, I'm going to go with Bailey and damage control looking strong here. And I, not because I think there's not in the case of Liv Morgan, where I think that it's kind of like a dead title run. I think Bianca's done a great job with it. She's been out you know, doing plenty of public appearances, and I think she does a great job with the belt. She's a good champion. I see this more as there's more opportunities <laughs> for new matchups with Bailey and baby faces coming up in that side of the company. So that's why I'm going to pick <laughs> Bailey here, and uh, I think I think Bailey wins this. Okay, um, that's great. That's a great pick. Um, because it's a ladder match, there's a great chance of more shenanigans, as Glenn said. So maybe somebody gets involved. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I just can't see him taking the belt off Bianca right now. And even if they did, you know, her and Bailey could then have like, you know, a couple of matches because she's going to need a rematch. And then I do feel like the end game for WrestleMania this year is Bianca Belair versus Charlotte because they haven't done that one yet. And that's going to be probably the two most athletic female wrestlers of, of WWE history, you know, in a main event, possibly of WrestleMania. Um, so it's hard for me to say that Bel Belair is going to lose. So I'm going with Bianca retains. Glenn, we hope we pick Bianca just because we want to hear you say her name. I will say Bianca, but I'm not going to pick Bianca. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. You said it twice, so we won. Yeah, we win. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Bailey. I don't think she's going to have it by WrestleMania. Right? I think Bianca will have it back by then. Mm -hmm. But there's a few pay-per-views to go before then. But I think right now, damage control are the hottest thing. So yep. in the women's division, they'll put the title on Bailey just for now. As you say, I, I uh -oh. you know, they're going, obviously WrestleMania, they're gonna do what they did with the men's belts and and you're gonna end Beautiful. up with one belt. Oh yeah, Charlotte's gonna take that title. Charlotte's gonna take that title off of Liv or Ronda. And then they'll build up to Bianca against Charlotte at WrestleMania to unify the belts. I could see it. Possibly with maybe one of them winning the Royal Rumble, perhaps. Maybe that's how they make that happen. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I guess we'll see how it plays out. Also, they do yeah. have war games coming up next month. So, and, But don't you think we're sitting here now, which we wouldn't have been doing 12 months ago, thinking about how many different ways they could go into WrestleMania and it shows how the products improved so much in 12 months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you used, to, you used to look at it and you would go, okay, uh, Becky, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. There you go. That's, that would be it. But now you've got yeah. like four or five different scenarios. So yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely correct. Um, so there we, every, you guys pick Bailey. I pick Bianca just from good old fashioned homerism. That's why I picked there. 
Um, but that's okay. Uh, we got two matches to go. The next one is an I quit match. It's Ed taking on Finn Balor. Um, well, who will have the judgment day with him? I'm sure. Um, I think Glenn, you get to pick first. This time. Or is it my turn to pick first? I think it's my turn. I think it's my turn to pick first. So I'm gonna pick first. Um, I don't know. This one's tough to pick. I could see it going either way. I think that judgment day and Finn Balor need this win way more than edge does. Way more than it does. But also, I want to keep my championship. So I don't want to just throw out picks just because this person needs to win. Who do I think is going to win? <laughs> I don't want to lose my championship. I like to be a champion. Um, I'm going to pick Finn Balor. Maybe something happens with – maybe maybe Beth is there with Edge and maybe Rhea is going to do something to Beth and Edge has to then quit um, or some sort of thing like that. I'm picking Finn Balor. Glenn, what do you think? Hmm. This is a tough one to call. But, yeah, I get, I'm going to have to go with Finn as well. Reluctantly, I'll go with Finn Balor. I'm about to say, that's about, that's almost as likely as, as the mayor picking Ronda Rousey. We've got a lot of swerves happening in this, this <laughs> afternoon. Got a lot of swerves. Uh, oh. Mayor, it's your turn. Uh, I think it's going to be a clean sweep for me. I, I think Finn Balor wins here. Um, Edge, just another one of those guys. I don't see him needing a win. Like, and he can win without making him look bad. With the if Beth Phoenix is involved somehow, <laughs> um, or if we have a debut of someone coming out here possibly that matches Brent's wall background but i don't know mm. who's that which one are you talking about the pants that are hanging up in your background oh the fiend yeah right yes yeah, you're right. um i don't know i have zero interest in that you know me and my supernatural with wrestling it just is like peanut butter and uh, leaves they don't go together <laughs> <laughs> um, um i don't know i i i think uh yeah, Finn Balor has to win here. Judgment Day has to go on looking strong, and it makes Edge. It doesn't hurt Edge one bit to lose at this point in his career. He's already in the Hall of Fame. He's there. He's, he's there, just putting people over. That's what he yeah. should be there for. He's a bit, yeah. Um, so that I, I see Finn Balor winning here, and that's that. Maybe Finn Balor gets kicked out of Judgment Day, and something else happens. Who knows? But I still <laughs> see. I still see Finn Balor winning, no matter what. I hope so. I don't think he fits yeah. with this group whatsoever. He really, really doesn't. And then no. tries to make it seem like he's the leader of the group. And I just, no. I'm like, no. No, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley can pose all the strings in that group. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Rhea exactly. looks great in it. The other two look great in it. Even Dom, even, Dom, even Dom fits in so much better. But Finn Balor makes zero sense in this group. Um, anyway. What, they, Finn, what, is she, what is she? What has she done to Dom? Yeah. Whatever it is, is it? It's she's Dom. She's, Dom she's, she's Dom to Dom is what's happening. Oh, <laughs> well, I think there's many people you could find on the internet that would love to have Rhea Ripley mind washed in as well. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, so that's and guess what? I said we had two more matches left, but I lied because that was the last match. I kept thinking there was a Roman Reigns or an Usos match or something, but there ain't. So. Hey. That's it. We're done. We got all the picks. The only thing we got to do 
is we all have to pick how many tables we think are getting broke at this pay-per-view tonight. I'm the champion, so I'm not going first. Uh, Mayor, you get to go first. Um, just because I don't want to win on – wait, is this all pay-per-view long? Yes. And do announce tables count? Absolutely, they do. They're tables. Okay. Um. <laughs> are you still mad? Um, um, I go two and a half. No. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I'm just going to go like they should do it. And only one table should be used to make it special because Triple H is a smart man. And uh, you need to start making a table spot special again in wrestling and not have 19 of them in a match. So Thanks, one, ta- one table is broken today. Wow. That is, that is, that's, that's a hell of a pick there. Wow. One. 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 He's like the guy on the Price is Right where everybody picks high yeah. and they're like, one dollar, please. Like, Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm going under can already. Can we just go through the stipulations of the matches again, please? <laughs> oh, do you want me to go through them again? Yes, please. I, clo- I close my window. Hold on. So I know there's a ladder match. There's mm-hmm. one Extreme Rules match. There's an old-fashioned mm-hmm. Donnybrook. Mm-hmm. There is a Strat match. Mm-hmm. And the fight pit, and the fight pit match, which I don't think any ta- if a table gets broken in the fight pit match, I'll be fucking shocked. <laughs> I'm going two then. <laughs> you son of goddamn bitches! I mean, I get. I guess I'll go three then. Three is me. Since you guys go one and two, I'll have to go three. I think there will be three in the good old fashioned European match. Probably, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just picking one I because. Could... It, it makes sense to me. It could. The trouble with that is, though, is the last one that they had. They oh, couldn't. Yeah. They, you know, they, they, they couldn't even hit somebody properly with a shillelagh, let alone put them through a table. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. I hope there is three in the first match, and then I won't have to worry about it anymore, will I? That's right. <laughs> All right, fellas, we have picked all of the Extreme Rules matches that we can pick. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to have to either go to Twitch or you're going to have to go to Twitter because I'm taking it off YouTube because if I try to watch superstars on there, they'll copyright me. So move on over there, pal. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to throw it up on the screen. It is the January, sorry, the December 12th edition of WWF Superstars. You can watch with us on Peacock. Before we start this, can I just get a refreshment? Glenn's going to go get him a, 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 a libation and then we'll get this thing rolling. You can watch with us along on the Spotify app if you have Spotify or you can fire up the Peacock app or the WWE Network if you live over where Glenn lives and have some fun with us. Glenn, Mayor, how excited, for, how excited are you for this? I can't wait to see the El Higanti bodysuit guy. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but uh, man, that—that that is a man right there. He is one hell of a man. You are correct. I don't remember his name, but it started with a K, I think. Gus Cantankerous, I think. Gus Cantankerous, that's it. I can't wait to see Gus. Gus Cantankerous. All right, Glenn has got himself a libation. I've got it pulled up here. I'm going to count it down from three. Here we go. Three, two, one. And all right, it's time it for bullets. I haven't it's even got time. my notes up yet. Oh, I forgot. The research department is live with us what? this week. Yeah. 
what got episode some research are we? Here. We are episode thirty. Oh, it's uh, G- uh, December twelfth, nineteen ninety-two. Yes, of course it is because it was December fifth last week. Only two more episodes of of season one of the Mayor of Superstars. We're moving on to season two in a couple of episodes. We'll move into. We'll move away from the year nineteen ninety-two. We'll move into the year nineteen ninety-three. Let's see. Who do we have opening this card here? It's got to be. Oh, we're in Ohio. Ohio. Oh, Irvin, <laughs> Irvin J. Nutterson. I love that place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dayton, Ohio. Ohio. It's the Nutter Center. I'm, I'm going to stop myself there because that could have got really dirty. Oh, yeah, Bobby. Um, Bobby. Oh. Bobby's, Bobby's all flustered by the name of this auditorium. He's like, this place is filthy. <laughs> Snutter everywhere. I can't imagine all of the good jokes Bobby could say about he's, the word nutter. He's a yeah. <laughs> he's obviously been in the locker room as well when we see who's the first match. Oh, oh God. is this the introduction of King? It's fucking Jerry the King Lawler. I, I, I mean we haven't seen him. This is the first time I saw the motherfucker, so I don't remember I him back there this early on. Well, here he is. I know he does some stuff in 1993. I think that's when he first starts insulting Brett Favre's mother. That's the Brett. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I watch old wrestle, old wrestling now, and some of the things Jerry Lawler says, like, "Oh no, they would throw him the fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> they would throw him the fuck off TV. He would be done. Yeah, ni- 1996 Jerry Lawler is full cancel culture. They might want to. <laughs> yeah, they would. They... You you probably can't find any of the episodes on Peacock for 1996. No, you can't. In 1996, uh, King of the Ring, he goes out there and he's running down the crowd. He's like, girls like you turn guys into, well, people like gold dust. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jerry Jerry had some controversial words back in those days. Yeah. Those people wanted to kill him, though. Those girls were ready to come over the barricade and scratch his fucking eyes out. They wanted to murder that man. Hey, it's my buddies. The certified sink pissers we're getting mm-hmm. on this episode. I believe they're in the main event. Nice. Oh, here they're we go. They're in the opener. Mm. They are so, the main event. As, I, got as I said, that. that's true. As I said, he's probably oh, cut Bob, the promo Bob. at the start of the, uh, the state of the sinks. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did was saying. Oh, Mayor. This and is we the got, guy, the we got Gus. Formerly known as Balls Mahoney. Yes, I was. There's, and Gus to, is in you there. Beat to, you beat me to that one. I was going to say, we I see Joel Reshner, who was Balls Mahoney. What we call him, Johnny Mayonnaise? <laughs> is that what we call yeah. him? <laughs> we, got, we got Balls Mahoney and the Nutter Center. Just two things go together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it lines up just right. <laughs> the earth, the sun, and the moon are all lined up in one perfect direction, and the warriors are going crazy. Oh. What a what the stars! Can you imagine, can you imagine this smell that's coming from that ring at the moment with the nasty boys and the Brooklyn Brawler all in the same ring? Nobody showered <laughs> months. <It's>, no. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. I feel bad for the ref. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now, if they hit, if they hit the Brooklyn Brawler with a pit stop, is he immune to it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like headbutting <laughs> a Samoan. It would do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it would mean nothing. <laughs> who's the nastiest? Out? Okay, we know who, who's uh -oh. the nastiest. Uh oh, what are we he's getting? He's gonna violate this man. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, you got a pump hand. <laughs> I was very concerned for a second that he was gonna do something strange to him. I wasn't happy about it. <laughs> Thank God he did. Yeah, if I was the ref mayor, I would have came out here with the clothespin over my nose. <laughs> yeah, I said, fuck that, man. Oh, here comes old Johnny Mayonnaise. It's the mayo. <laughs> He's got a worse haircut this time than he did last time. It's hard to pull that off, but he... Oh, wow, that was a nice elbow drop. Yeah, I don't... He's like, that's that's for your stupid fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm not taking a back body drop from you, you goof. <laughs> His elbow him in the back of the... Oh, here we go. Somebody's face is going in the place. It's the we get pit stop. They... Ooh, there we go. They knew better than to do it to the brawler. <laughs> No, you can't do it to him. That yeah. power him up. That's like hawking up the brawler. Did anybody, <laughs> Mayor, when you met these guys, anybody asked them to give them pit stops? Not that I noticed. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> I could see it, though. Some people are weird. Yeah. Their line was moving really slow because I got there a little bit late. So they must have just been like telling stories up there. Oh, like, oh my gosh, come on, guys. <laughs> they were like, where's the best sink to piss in in this town? <laughs> they, were they were taking a survey. That's what it was. Yeah. There actually weren't urinals in the place. There were just sinks, so they were right at home. They removed all the urinals and just put in sinks to make the Nasty Boys feel right at home. Oh, wow, what a big elbow <laughs> drop. Look at the athleticism. That's, that's, a, lot, that's a lot of man and Jerry. He still looks good too. He still yeah. looks like he's in his normal shape. Like, you know, the hair's not there, but he's still like he still looks in good shape. Knobs oh, looks good like boy. he's been living the hard life in Hogan's basement, though. Well, watch WrestleMania seven <laughs> at three a.m. Oh, I can smell his breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be so lucky as to get another promo from your buddy, old Reverend Slick. Oh, we could only hope so. Did that Nails Undertaker match ever happen? I think it might be coming no. up. No, it didn't happen? Okay, no, it never it happened. Did. No, it didn't happen. I don't think it ever happened. I think Nails got fired before it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they're promoting the Royal Rumble January 24th. If they're promoting the Royal Rumble, guys, you know what that means is coming up. The uh, AWI Pod Rumble, of course. Oh, yes. So mm -hmm. get excited for that. I'm always in excited the, for any Royal Rumble. In the match pitting two handsome <laughs> sons of bitches up against each other, Razor Ramon will take on Bret Hart. And I'm guessing we will not be watching that match on this podcast. <laughs> we're going to start. There's zero chance we watch that match. There's also, I think that, that show opens with Shawn Michaels versus Marty Giannetti for the Intercontinental Championship, too. And I think that's going to be way too good for us as well. Yeah, that's way too good. Yeah. The, hair, the hair is perfect for us, but the match quality is not. Oh, here we go. We're getting some highlights. Coliseum home video here. Oh, is it going to be the Hulkster? It's the Hulkster. Here he comes. <laughs> He's on his way. He's ready to run th to Thunder in Paradise here soon. <laughs> right. Oh, this must be the 92, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where Flair won, wasn't it? Who's coming mm -hmm. out now? 
Oh yeah, here comes the hot rod. They're, I guess they're just showing famous, like famous wrestlers entering the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Mayor, <laughs> pick, a, pick a year and ask me who was number one in that Royal Rumble and who won it. Go ahead, pick a year. Uh, nineteen ninety six. 96, number one was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and it was won by Shawn Michaels, who eliminated Diesel. Wow. There you go. (laughs) I don't know anything else in life, but I know that. (laughs) One day you're going to be on Jeopardy, and the subject's going to pop up, and it's going to be like Royal Rumble. (laughs) Brent's going to be doing the buzzer behind his back. (laughs) I'll clear out that whole category. I won't get anything else right, but that whole category is mine. <laughs> whole category is. Awful. I mean, if you don't answer any other questions, you still got what. Depending if it was the daily or the single, I guess it depends <laughs> on how much money you would have had. Otherwise, I wouldn't yeah. enjoy it. The, um, the, um, the answer is Bushwhacker Luke. <laughs> <laughs> John Paul, he's in the Bible too, so that's something. <laughs> Isn't he a rapper? John too? Paul. John Paul. Oh, Sean Paul. Go ahead. John Paul is such a good jobber that his only uh, bit on the internet about him is that he was in WWF from 1992 to 1994. That's what I say about him. So he had two full years and he still has no other information? No. I mean, he probably probably only Works in certain when they were in certain areas of the country, probably. So he probably didn't. So he probably wasn't with the company for two, four years. Well, he probably mm-hmm. just jobs on a few shows each year. And he has to be in the Ohio area. Maybe I can find yeah. some information on this man. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a dentist <laughs> in your area. <laughs> he's a house of fire here. Look at this guy. Wow. Shots on Bigelow. Bam Bam's going to be pissed in a second if he starts taking uh, too much on him. Uh, <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow's <laughs> Just like the University of Rutgers that Nebraska beat last night. Sorry. Oh, oh not Doink again. Oh, that's a clown again. Fuck. What's he, what's he got? <laughs> that's vodka for sure. <laughs> that's straight vodka. He's drinking out of that cup, too. 100%. <laughs> Without a doubt. Here we go. Oh. Do you think this Doink is, is the white <laughs> rabbit? <laughs> Fuck, I hope not. No. <laughs> comes out. A bunch of white rabbits jump out of his basket and everyone boos. No. That would get over like the gobbledygooker. He pulls a white rabbit out of the hat. Well, John Paul got that's a little it? bit of action in, but that's it now. Oh, man. John Paul did get some, you know, those jabs in. A drop kick. Sure you look, if you got a cavity, head up to John Paul in Dayton, Ohio, and he's going to get you fixed right up. Call 1 800 My Tooth Hurts. That's 1 800 My Tooth Hurts. Use code word AWI pod <laughs> and get 10% discount. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him the mayor of Canton sent you. <laughs> what a great ad <laughs> for, for an imaginary dentist. <laughs> Video <laughs> all over him. Yeah. <laughs> Please kill this clown. Rip his head off. What are you waiting for? We know he doesn't know. That's a that's a trouble. I, I don't know. Bam Bam would be one of the guys I'd want to throw a bunch of you know paper on. 
No, he's not. <laughs> How about that tattoo-headed man? Let's throw something. <laughs> no. Elbow. This guy who sat for 14 hours getting his head stabbed with a needle. Right. Yeah, he don't give a fuck about his head. Know. He certainly don't care about mine. You know what I mean? He don't care about mine. He don't give a fuck about his own. Yeah, that's pissy, bro. <laughs> Imagine if that's yeah. a temporary tattoo and he had to, like, water with a washcloth his head every night. <laughs> <laughs> We thought he's the toughest son of a bitch ever, but he had just been sticking that thing on every night for uh, 20 years. It's just a temporary tattoo. Sean Mooney has a new fresh haircut here. I thought he was gone. No, that was didn't... that was his last pay-per-view. He didn't say that he's oh, gone okay. yet. So he's still so here he... for a little bit, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. His days have got to be numbered, though. Oh, God. Flipping the nightstick. Looking wetter than ever. Look at him. He's standing in a dry jail cell. How is he wet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did he do? Play in the sprinkler system out in front of the jail? Yeah. Like, you know what, boys? It's three o'clock. It's sprinkler time. It's time to head out to the yard. <laughs> they turn on some sensual music and he dances nice. Like like something like um, pour some sugar on me. Could you see a tray trailer out in the sprinkler system in the prison yard? Was pour some sugar on me playing? I'm sweating now thinking about it. Oh, Hanson Earthquake doesn't show up. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> Man. Woo. Got the next best thing next, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I might have to walk away. This might be too much, this might be too much for me to handle. Sean Mooney here. I've got beautiful eyebrows, and I like to do the event center. Pretty soon, I'm going to get the fuck off this wrestling screen, and I'm going to take a news anchor job. Was he a news anchor after this? Probably. He looks I, like it. I believe it. I'm Sean Mooney, and this is the 5 o'clock news. What just happened? Hey, we lost Jimmy. There's oh, they're Jimmy. back. <laughs> what, uh, what happened? <laughs> I, I... Jimmy Hart said the F word, so they had to blank it out. Fucking Jimmy Hart. I did ask Jimmy what the secret to Stan Young was, and he said White Castle Burgers. That can't be it. I don't know. That's what he said. <laughs> and then I said, you eat White Castle Burgers? I said, you're from Memphis. I said, they have Crystal Burger down there. He said, oh, no, it's the White Castle, baby. I'm like, well, okay. Well. So a little bit of inside information, Jimmy Glenn, Castle. you ever had Jimmy White Hart Castle? White Castle Burgers. Never have. You ever heard of it? Nope. <laughs> okay. I've also never had White Castle either because we don't have that shit here. That the White Castle burgers will not have in you a clash at the castle. They'll have you a clash at the toilet in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what Jimmy's talking about. They're not very good. Clash at the Portland pal. Yeah. What? The splash at the porcelain, more like it. It'd be a splash, not the clash. Why this is going on, gents? I would like to uh, inform you that. Uh, in the next match, we have one of the biggest superstars ever from WWF, WE, WWE versus Marcy Janetti. Okay, here we go. Snick first. Right and oh. greetings in the name of the one that giveth life. You know, I've got some information concerning an upcoming event. In the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, boy. And that's the Royal Rumble. Oh. You know, in comparison, sometimes, my friend, life can be just like the Royal Rumble. Amen. Every couple of minutes, things all around you. I literally tell my kids that every day. You don't know who to trust. 
trouble coming from every direction. And now I want to say, if I ever have to give another best man speech in my life, I'm just quoting this and then walking away and seeing Marriage sometimes is like the Royal Rumble. <laughs> You're going to have problems coming from every direction. I'm going to have a happy day. Can we confirm that that's where mankind got that from? He got it from that slick promo. He did. Yeah, definitely. Nice... <laughs> oh, it's oh fucking Gilbert. Go. There we go. Oh. I told you, one of the most famous men in WWE, WWF history. Yes, Marty Jannetty. Yeah. Hey, guys, it's one of the most famous wrestlers in WWE history. And Marty Jannetty. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Woo. Gilbert. I like Gilbert way better with his with his mullet. He looks way cooler. Yeah. Mm. He must have broke up with the tag team partner because he was tag team partner with uh, Barry Hardy for a while. I remember they were they were jobbing together as a tag team. They both had terrible mullets. Oh, he, actually, no. he actually looks bigger there than he did as Gilbert as well. <laughs> They, they well, shrunk he's going to be the light heavyweight champion. They had to drop him down some weight. God damn it. Go away. Yes. Get this man out of here. <laughs> God damn it. Stick him back in the clown car with the other 14 clowns and drive his fucking ass out of here. For fuck's sake. <laughs> What's Marty God doing here? Oh, he's just he's taking a break. He's like, man, I drank so much whiskey before I came out here. I can't even say straight. Hold me for a minute, brother. Woo. Oh, that's a little close oh, to the ropes. It was. Look at that hair. Wow. That might yeah, be the that's... best looking hair on the show, and that's saying a lot. Well, I don't know about that, but beautiful hair <laughs> takeover. Glenn, what was your reaction the first time you saw a head scissors takeover? Um, it was done to me, actually, so it was out. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Did Ricky Morton fly over there and see you? <laughs> no, it wasn't Ricky Morton. <laughs> I gotta tell you, out of all the things you were gonna say, I did not expect that. I really did not see that. <laughs> they didn't. How did they prep you on this? Did, did you um, get any fair warning on what to do man, when you were hit with it? No, because it was actually in a judo match. It was a shoot match. It was. Oh, it wasn't even wrestling. Oh, well, goddamn! So you were really shocked. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bit of a surprise. I, if I had, if I was about to fight somebody, they hit me with head scissors takeover. I would also be shocked. I'd be like, "What the fuck? How did I get here?" <laughs> was this in a bar fight? Were there ropes involved afterwards? <laughs> no. Oh. This was a legitimate fight. <laughs> yeah, this is a legitimate fight. Look at Barry. Look, I'm sorry. Look at Dwayne Kill getting some shots in here. He might win this thing. He might go all the way to the Royal Rumble and challenge Shawn Michaels for the. Never mind. Ooh, perhaps not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen, but that was perfectly timed. <laughs> wow. I don't know why, but seeing someone laid across the top row by some, someone's soccer kicks the shit out of them and they bounce up and down makes me happy. <laughs> I don't know why, but it does. <laughs> oh, gosh. You don't see too many people talk to the camera in the ring. That's a big no-no in Vince world. Yeah, that's probably why he got fired. Marty got fired as soon as he left the ring. It wasn't they hired the, him again it wasn't a week the later. But the, the cocaine and underage girls. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was the pointing at the oh, 
That was fine. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Or, it's just insane. Well, but if we fired him for that, then we'd have to fire everybody. We can't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In 1992, that, that was a way to get promoted, not fired. <laughs> so I used to have this job, and um, before I got the job, I had gotten into some trouble, and so I had to go to court. Um, and the lady, the HR lady there said, well, you can't work here if you get charged with that. And so I told my supervisor that and he laughed and he said, I think, I think having a felony here is a requirement. So I thought that was, Oh really <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man. Whatever, whatever you think of the, of doing the clown, Matt Bourne absolutely took this gimmick and ran with it. He did. He was was he the one that played it? For oh, the oh wow! He, imagine if he had the nasty boys of the water shower. Oh, <laughs> they would have melted. Were you going to say, man? Is he? Um. Oh, I was going to ask about Matt Bourne. How long yeah. did he play that character? Because I like the e- I did like this he version. Was- of the evil doink, he but then was, once he started to become babyface, I really didn't care for it as much, and I didn't know if it was the same guy. Yeah, it was. Um, he, he did it for over two years. Yeah, I think some of the more babyface stuff was a different guy. Yeah, there were, yeah, there were there, there were a few that did it sort of odd in odd shows, but uh, wow. he was the main one right up until. Straight to the Mike Collins looks like Glass Joe from Super like Mike Tyson's punch out if he's a real person. Yeah. Oh my god. He he immediately he just right to choke it. That's it. (laughs) I've got the notes of the episode here, and that took me by surprise. Oh my gosh, that's a choke throw. (laughs) It's it's just great because he does it every time, but every time me and Mayor just bust out laughing because every time you're just like, okay, we're not wasting any time. We're just going straight to choking motherfuckers. He looked like he leveled him for real and more choking. How is his finisher not a choke slam? (laughs) It definitely should have been. Absolutely should have been. Glass Joe here. How do you think you would have fared against King Kong Bundy, who you can't choke? (laughs) Because <laughs> he doesn't have a throat or a neck. <laughs> Forget about the front of the King Kong Bunny's neck. You couldn't get your hands on the back of it. <laughs> Here we go, guys. With a you couldn't make this up bit. The... Oh boy! Right. Um, they talked to. They were talking up Nails versus Undertaker feud a lot during this. And they had big plans for this, apparently, because they were both featured on the WWF magazine cover. However, the day after this aired, on the 14th of the 12th, Superstar taping in Green Bay, Nails was fired after attacking Vince McMahon. (laughs) (laughs) So so he's not long for this world anyway. So this is the last we're going to see of old Nails. This is the the last we're seeing Nails. Well, we might see him maybe one more time, maybe. I'd love to think of him just choking out Vince McMahon because he didn't get enough money for SummerSlam. (laughs) And then when when they broke it up, he said, he tried to touch my wiener. Yeah, because you're choking him. He's trying to get away. You're a mountain of a man choking him. 
I mean, sometimes you got to punch in the D if you have to get away from someone. I mean, if I'm if I if I'm forced into a situation, I have to punch somebody in the D. I'm doing it. <laughs> uh, is it uh, a source once told um, somebody who should re remain anonymous that now screamed, "I want my effing money," and assaulted Vince, then later accused him of sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> who's the who's the special interview with here? It's gotta be Sean. Oh, it's, oh, Brett. it's Brett the Hitman Hart. They showed it's girls Brett. screaming, so I figured either it had to be Sean or Brett. Yeah, one or the other. <clears throat> one or the other. Or handsome earthquake. Oh, whew, yeah. I mean oh, they, I, they, I said they were screaming, not fainting. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Handsome Earthquake and the Beatles and Young Elvis all had the same effect on women. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like the what Mount Rushmore do? of men, right there. What can you do, right? <clears throat> Bret Hart saying, "Brazier Ramon, you're going to be sorry at the Royal Rumble because <laughs> life is like the Royal Rumble. You got people coming from all sides. Those are words to live by. Like, what a motivational speech that was. You know, it was." You know, life is. I'm actually going to get on Twitter right now, and I'm going to in quotations put "life is like the Royal Rumble." <laughs> no context said that either. I'm just going to. I'm just going to tweet that. Life is. I'm going like to do it right Rumble. now. Life is just like the Royal Rumble. See, that's way better than life is like a box of chocolates because no, the fuck, life ain't like a box of chocolates. Yeah, and you do know what you get. They're literally labeled on the back of the box. <laughs> just turn the box over, and they tell you what's inside of each of them. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> Oh, I guess we shouldn't say that about him. Sorry, Forrest Gump. I know he's a fictional character, but I apologize for calling you a dummy. He's a yeah. smart guy. He played for Alabama. There we go. I did it. I did it. Look at that hair, pal. You think Jerry Lawler is insulting Bret Hart's mother right now? Oh, he has to be. Yeah. And and there's no way that Bobby isn't piling on with it, too. He starts Sorry. making fun of Boss Man's mom. Uh-oh. Bobby, Bobby's headed over there. So I guess Bobby's gonna set Brett straight. It looks like. Here he oh. comes. I like how they probably weren't even in the same arena, but they had Bobby get up and leave like he was there. But he probably just walked out from the back. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Bobby manage <laughs> Razor at all during this time? Uh, Rick. I think it's because Ric Flair. I think it's Ric Flair. That's why oh, he's doing okay. it. Yeah. That makes more sense. I didn't think that he ever managed Razor. Except, I mean, Flair's not long for the WWF either. I think he's gone, you know, in January of 93. So I don't think he's around for much longer either. What do you have? Just a year run there? It's from like 91, like November 91 until January 93. Yeah. So a little over a year, I guess. God, it seemed like so long as a kid. It did. It years years went by so slow as a kid. And now you get older and it's like, well, there went December. Yeah, I heard someone someone told me once that like uh, the reason why is because when you're five years old, like so much of your life is like it's a smaller amount of life that you've lived. But by the time you're you know forty years old, you've lived a ton amount of life, so one year doesn't seem like so much. So they put it in better words than I just said, but and I was like, hey, you know what? That makes sense. Everything. Oh, here relative. we go. One man's success is another man's failure, right, Rick? <laughs> 
by your woo wings. <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing all about that. They have woo wings in uh, Ohio? They probably do. I don't know. I think they're just like, it's literally, I think, just a uh, from TGI Fridays or something, like one of those shops that they just stick the boxes in, and they're just like the wings from a nor- normal store. Yeah, they they go to Walmart and get the boneless wings and just cook them up, put some yeah, sauce you, on them too. You, you can't actually, you know, go to a restaurant that's Woo Wings. It's just a ghost restaurant. <laughs> it doesn't even. It's not even a thing. <laughs> it doesn't even exist. It doesn't even exist. Like you can't the Mentos location. Yes, like the outer reaches of your mind. That's where Woo Wings come from. They come from the outer reaches of your mind. See, that's what that's what Rick Flair is saying right now. Way out there. Woo! Get your wings. Champion. The wing champion. champion. We got a guy wearing a purple versus a guy wearing pink. How do you like that? Just get a basket, a pink and purple basket. <laughs> nobody, nobody cared back then. And run, Kamala, I see a casket. <laughs> really tied all that together, pal. Yeah. <clears throat> Does Kamala win the Royal Rumble coming up here? He might. Is he in it? I'm putting all, I'm putting all my money on Coco Beware. So I think so too. He's probably not even in it. He might be. I don't know. Coco's due for a long title run, right? Right. Should have been. In, fuck Hulk Hogan. Give me the Birdman. That's who I want. <laughs> my world champion. Fuck he was Hulk so Hogan. over. Like I, being a kid, like watching him come out, like. I mean, he wasn't over to the extent of Hogan at that point. But Mayor of Kim, I watched the 1988 SummerSlam over and over again, just hoping and praying that finally Coco would beat the Big Boss Man. So that's how old I was. <laughs> but man, the kids were crazy for him. Well, he had a parrot. That's a good point. He did have a parrot. Remember when they made poor Ricky carry out an actual like large iguana? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah because he was the dragon so they made him dress like a dragon and carry out a dragon and he was like breathing fire yeah yeah i know ricky steamboat's probably i could have been dick blood i could have been dick blood <laughs> would you have a name like that he has the most heel name ever and was never a heel <laughs> not ever hey no dog fights sorry they're getting unruly this has been too long of a promo. I just want it to end. Yeah. Look at, look at the star <laughs> quality of this promo, though. Oh. Ugh. What I need to do is I will find. I think it was Smoky Mountain that um, there was a thing involving a, a monkey that you two guys really need to review. It sounds like it, yeah. Oh, no. It sounds like I do. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a certain like YouTube page, Glenn, that I have subscribed that I think they have like every single episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling on there. I'll send you the link to it. Okay, thank you. I always love the uh, camcorder scenes of Smoky Mountain Wrestling from the uh, parking lots. Yeah. Just some <laughs> random fan who was holding a camcorder. Go get help! Go get help! And it was, you know, they tried to keep everything like it was as real as real could be, and they, you know, I too. What I do like about that Uh-oh. is I, I've watched one. Oh, they're, they're, they're kicking off here. They're but there's been, it was a, a, a brawl going on. And of course, all the baby faces and heels came out to help and to, to try and split mm-hmm. the two. And then you actually had people looking and thinking, I've got a few for you. And they all start fighting each other. 
which is <laughs> which never happens in the WWE. It didn't happen in the WWE. Doesn't happen in WWE. They you know, you clear the locker room out, and there'd be yeah, people you don't ever clear the locker room try to try to try to clear <laughs> try to kill each other one minute that are trying to separate. Right at that time, it, uh, they just started fighting, which is wonderful. <clears throat> yeah, they're really going at it here. Yeah, we got an all-out brawl. I, Lots of referees out here. Tony Gurria. I mean, you have three of my probably four near favorite in-ring guys of all time in there fighting it <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> yeah. That's a well, good who's who. It's a way to build a feud, though. Definitely. Yeah, that, maybe next week on Superstars we'll get Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart versus Ric Flair and Razor Ramon. That'll be an episode you. That'll be an episode you won't be able to watch. Yeah, we had to skip that one. <laughs> was was uh, Sean the IC champion here at this time? Yes. Okay. There he oh, is. there he is. Who was, who was to have a go at this guy's name? Go on. Gus, Gus Cantankerous. We've seen him before. <laughs> We need a guy. I need a guy. We need a guy we can call him. He's not just dirty. He's not just gross. He's cantankerous. Oh, it's a high five. That is the high five champion of the world. Um, Lance, Lance Cassidy. Cassidy. Lance Cassidy, aka uh, whichever Armstrong brought Armstrong. Yeah. Hey, hi. This is Lance Cassidy from Lance Cassidy's High Five University. You want to high five like a champion? Then dial one eight hundred five 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 five. The last time I looked him up, he was like four o'clock in the morning, so I can't remember which one of the Armstrongs it is. He's four AM Armstrong. That's his fucking name. He's got two pistols on his pants, so he ain't fucking around. Because he does, because all the Armstrongs do. That's right. If you're Armstrong, you gotta have a pistol. You gotta have a drop kick. A drop kick, a pistol drop kick is what they call it. Oh, drop toe. It's not a missile drop kick. It's a pistol drop kick. (laughs) It is the dual pistols. That's right. The dual and pistol. The dual and feet. The dual and pistol drop kick means it's two feet. That doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. I love that every inch of my yard and my deck has sunshine, other than the spot that I chose to yes. see. <laughs> 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 I'm in the only spot in the shade here. Okay. Not only is Lance Cassidy good at high-fiving, he's good at kicking motherfuckers, too, because he was kicking the fuck out of him. <laughs> Gus Cantankerous, <laughs> as I said from the picture before, I know it's a little hard to see, but he looks like they cut his skin off and made the El Gigante bodysuit out of him. <laughs> he's got the same, he still has the same armpits and <laughs> chest hair as El Gigante's bodysuit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it. yeah, it's Steve Armstrong. That's oh, Steve. And he he did the he blew his pistol and then reholstered it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Planet Hollywood with the WWF. Oh no, it's a casket. I'm sorry, it's a hearse. There's probably a casket in the hearse, but still. 
I'm not that sure the next time that you're going to high five or handshake someone, but the next time you do, after you do it, can you finish it with the and reholster your pistol <laughs> yeah. and just see the look <laughs> on their face? Hopefully it's in a business professional setting because that would be even better. I would never high five or shake hands with anyone at work or a stranger for that matter. So probably not going to happen. <laughs> Oh, is that Sean in a suit? Look at this. Look at this guy. Oh, they didn't come in suits. Why would they? No. <laughs> Why oh, what do you think they're singing? Pissing, pissing on in, pissing sinks in your business. We'd be pissing on sinks in your business. Yeah. Pissing sinks. That's how we do it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We got the nasty boys over here just pissing in sinks, throwing urinal cakes to the face. <laughs> taking everyone out. Because they're nasty, and look at this kid over here. What what are you doing, little boy? Nice to meet you. That was great. Oh, thank you, man. It was like he was in the room. It really was. If you just closed your eyes, it would have been a magical moment. <laughs> it was like he was standing behind me. It was, it was great. <laughs> Mr. Pat me on the back. Look at that kid in the Bret Hart outfit. What? He went all out. Wow, he did go all out. His For God's sake, all the money. why is he patting himself on the back? He just volunteered to be squashed by the Undertaker. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> yeah. He thinks his helmet here will save him from the Tombstone Pal Driver, but he is mistaken. Uh, no, he's not, actually. Oh. Not this time. I, I have a feeling nails is, is going to show up. There is a um, a reference to nails anyway, shall we say. Uh, I won't spoil it too much for you. Nails heard that the Undertaker does a choke slam, and he said, choke it's my gimmick! And he couldn't take that anymore. He had to, had to do something. <laughs> <laughs> I will not make a joke about Nails's package in the Nutter Center and having to do with nine inch nails. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you do, whatever you do, wash your hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just not in the sink after the nasty boys leave. <laughs> in a different place than the net. If if, you, if you're in the same anywhere as the nasty boys, just hold it until you get somewhere other place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fans really love this dead guy. It's hard to cheer for so a dog. So I. <laughs> yeah, me. Well, me too. My cousins used to. He loved the Undertaker, and like, if you fell, anybody who fell asleep first when we all stayed the night at Grandma and Grandpa's house got their arms crossed across their chests while they were sleeping. Mm -hmm. It was. It always happened. And then finally, one time, he was the first one to fall asleep, and we did it to him. Too bad you didn't have camera phones back then, because that would have been great. But yeah, you had to have a big camera with film that you had to take to a place to get made up when we were when in the 90s but so is barry does barry horowitz the back of his britches look like what nikita lyons britches would look like if, if she, people got to have her way with her that is weird though to have, he has them all over like on his front too He's got hands all over his balls, if you know what I mean. Oh man! There's that magazine that Glenn mentioned. 
Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to go buy a copy of that. It's got to be worth something, right? Yeah, at that least big, six, that six, big... six, seven cents. Especially since it didn't happen. <laughs> that's true. It could be a collector's item. Oh, that's what started the feud right here. The nails has bros are super expensive. Wow, that was fat. Oh, what's he doing? Oh, he's got to cross the arms. Oh, there Told we you. go. <laughs> Just like yeah, my cousin. It's a choke slam. 12. Yeah, and that, the choke slam is what's going to cattle this. Just to piss off nails. Yep. So he's always choking oh, people. He did so the Undertaker, rather than doing the Tombstone Power Driver, this is a choke slam. That's a good that's call, right. Glenn. I think I think that's what actually got Nails upset to go fight Vince McMahon. He's he's stealing my <laughs> yeah. he's stealing yeah. my gimmick. I'm supposed to be the only choker around here. Oh, they're yeah. putting him in a body bag. Get the body bag, Johnny. Put him in a body bag. Yeah. He's not patting his back now, is he? No, you're patting your front now, you stupid motherfucker, because you're unconscious. <laughs> oh, they cut it out. They that's didn't nice. show him get bagged up. They didn't show him get bagged up. <laughs> The last thing you want to do is get bagged up on a Saturday. It's the last thing you want. Especially by the Undertaker. Especially by the Undertaker. He's the last person you want to get bagged up from. Oh, Sean. Old Shawnee. Is his real name Sean Mooney? We've probably talked about this before. It has to be. I will I will do I will do some research for you guys by Friday and find out how long we've got more of Sean and what all his details are. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, he's reading his he's reading his Bible here. It says here, all you've got to do is come aboard the whole train. train. <laughs> oh, it's on fire! It's on fire. Yeah, a condom or you'll be peeing fire if you know what I mean. Sorry. <laughs> God damn. It. Okay. Woo. <sighs> He's another one you really have to credit for switching gimmicks like the way he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all are memorable, too. Yeah. Even, common, right. even the common Mustafa was memorable. Because yeah. it was ahead of its time, because that was really before the whole UFC thing blew up, wasn't it? Yeah. And and then we get and, and then and then there we get the, the total opposite, the totally the totally forgettable gimmick of Max Moon. <laughs> Yeah, old Max Moon. What a gimmick. Does he have any action <laughs> figures? I think he does have a house he girl. Must, oh, really? He wow. must have one. Yeah, he must okay. have one. If they put on a Max Moon, it would be on my must-have list. Absolutely, it would. Just like the goon, which I have. I have the goon. I want the Zodiac. They have the Zodiac, but I, I never found him in the store. Um, I, I, have a, I have a Bob the Goon action figure from the first Batman movie. <laughs> I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> he he had like I think maybe one yeah. line in the movie, and they made an action figure of him. He, yeah, he that was, sounds like Star Wars. I think Star Wars was, make action figures for people who are standing in the crowds of scenes. He was like the Joker's main henchman in Batman mm. One, I believe. We got Von Wagner's father here, and another large-headed individual. <laughs> the one dude does have a fucking melon head. Look at that thing. Mm. And they're close to their hometown. This is they I think they're hailed from Shaker Heights, Ohio. Shaker Heights sounds like a strip club. Head yeah. over to Shaker Heights tonight. <laughs> yeah. Your one dollar bills. Yeah, the Shakers. 
we actually had a had a strip club here called Shakers. It got torn down, but we had one. Didn't we hear enough from Bret Hart this week? Do we need to hear more from him? He's, he just comes out and says, I'm no, sorry. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess not. That's a cool shirt, though. <clears throat> oh, next week we're going to get to see the wettest wrestler you ever did see. It's the big boss, man. He just came down a slip slide and it's about to whip your ass. And we're also going to get the Tag Team Champions Money Inc. Also, brother, brother, crush show, brother, 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 you all day, brother. And Yokozuna, so somebody's yeah. got to get this ass. <laughs> More and, and more participants for the Royal Rumble will be announced, so get excited for that, pal. Heck yeah. Can't wait. I can't wait for the Rumble. The Rumble. Oh, here we go. We had to hear from more from Bret Hart. They're going to cut him right off. Who's Johnny Stromboli here? <laughs> I, think <that's... laughs> I think we got, I think we established who he was before. I think Glenn told us. I don't remember. Yeah, I think we he looks like his name's like Ray Lucas. I don't know. It does look like Ray Lucas. He looks like he's like the backstage interviewer for like Monday Night Football. Not like the backstage, but the sideline interviewer for yeah. Monday Night Football. Yeah. We're going to throw it down now to, to Bert. Bert, Bert, what's going on down there? <laughs> and that's it. Oh, that is the no end more. of this episode of Superstars. Well, ladies and gentlemen... That brings us to an end of our fun-filled afternoon here. Glenn, do you got anything you want to plug? Just listen to us every Tuesday. Piece of, piece of business podcast. Um, and DDT Wrestling. There so I forgot go. to plug them last forgot to plug them last Monday. So I think we forgot a couple times now, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So give DC and Doc a talk, uh, listen. It's a really good podcast. And of course, if you love AWIP, the British version, Bang Bang podcast. Definitely check that out. I think he's starting his new season off, isn't he? Hmm. He's on a hiatus at the moment. Oh, he'll be starting his new season off soon. Okay. Uh, what about you, Mayor? You got anything you want to plug? Um, Heck, I mean, listen to us. Listen to Glenn. Listen to the Piece of Business podcast. You're already here. Click That's the right. follow button if you haven't, if you somehow ended up here and you're, you know, follow us on Twitch, follow us on every platform you can. That way you can remember to listen to us. And uh, and since Glenn's plugging, you know, DDT Pro Wrestling, uh, I was at a local indie show here. Support your local indie shows. These guys are, you know, doing the hard work out there to try to make it to the big time to entertain us. And mm -hmm. all these men and women are out there doing what we love and uh, for our enjoyment and, you know, go support your local indie shows. I went and saw absolute intense wrestling up here in Akron, and they have put a lot of people on the map that are currently in WWF. Absolutely intense AEW. wrestling. Sorry. I held it in for as long as I could. So, you know, <laughs> the, the people that I saw you know they they're 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 doing their thing so go support your local indie shows get a you know help them out i agree, entire, I agree entirely with that with the mayor there yep you're seeing the stars of tomorrow yeah yep. you definitely are i've seen i saw i saw pete done as a 17 year old right on an independent show and now look at him he's butch 
I was Butch Powell. <laughs> maybe Pete Dunn soon, since we did see L.A. Knight come back last night. Maybe we'll be oh. seeing Pete Dunn. Oh, I gotta check. Yeah, that. yeah, that yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that was so good. Oh man, when he, when he cut that promo on Maxine, I I was like, oh, I was so excited. I'm not, I've not watched SmackDown yet, but the first thing I saw on Twitter this morning was that promo, and I marked out. I yeah. yes, you know, I'm not Max. Let's hope they got that shit. LA night. <laughs> Hopefully they got that shit on Hulu yeah. so I can watch it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we were talking about independent wrestling. Uh, you know, Thomas and Sports Wire Radio interviews a lot of independent wrestlers. So make sure you give Sports Wire Radio a listen. Give Thomas a follow at Thomas Price 2017. Um, that's it. I don't got anything else to plug. Um, everybody enjoy the pay-per-view tonight. I know I will. And we will. Uh, Glenn, watch good and tell everybody goodbye. Goodbye. Beautiful. I like it.